and it's tough. And th- like I said, this is a time in your life that you're never going to get back. And yeah, you, like, you can get divorced, but like that's going to suck. I was like do i text him do i te-? like i literally my mom called me and she's like how are you doing i'm like mom i don't know why but i think i have feelings for this guy because i never i never like people it takes me it, it's just like rare i think people are hot but i'm never like i feel a connection with this person yeah so and like i can connect with people like on a friendship level but i was like fuck i think i like this guy and so I, I like my mom was like how are you i'm like honestly i'm kind of confused this guy was like hitting me up a lot and i feel like i kind of like him and now he's not talking to me and like my best friend she facetimed me and she's like what's new like what's new with your boy life and i'm like i think i got ghosted what the fuck i was so i was so confused and i'd never been ghosted before so i was so confused and i, and I think it was more of like an ego thing like i was yeah. like well no what the fuck yeah. why doesn't he like me like i i was like obviously into you before but when you like stopped talking to me i was like bitch what come back did I text you? I think I texted you. You might have. Your or ego, your I ego DM'd didn't, you. Your ego didn't want you to, though. It didn't. I was like, I can't fucking do it. I'm like, he's not going to text me, and I'm not going to text him. And this wasn't a test, either. Like, it wasn't like, oh, like, is she worth it? Like, But at the end of the day, it is 2020. Like, girl, like guys shouldn't always be hitting up the girls at first. But Yeah, and I I've never gotten, texted you first. So, yeah, like, no. I was like, maybe I should fucking text him. And yeah. I think I did. I reached out. And I hated myself for it. I was like, fuck me. Why did I do it? Why did I give in? I don't really remember what happened after that. I don't. I, I know. Well, like I said, like the, the homies came up to visit some of my buddies from my fraternity in college that we haven't seen in like a year. Eight of them. Eight of them came to our four bedroom house and they stayed for a week and it was a lot. So, you know, obviously entertaining them and like showing them, showing the ropes and stuff like that. So that was pretty tough. Yeah, I don't really know. I just kind of got like, because we didn't really like hang out for that. We you, you just stopped by for like a little bit and the spark mm-hmm. was kind of gone. And like, I think it was good that you texted me. I don't think I purposely tried to avoid you, maybe subliminally. Like I was like, hmm, let's see if she's going to fucking, you know, I'll throw in the fucking lure and see if she bites at it. Like, let's see. Let's let's see. But uh, you did, which I don't think you wanted to. But yeah, you reached out to me. And uh, I don't know. I think there was just like a lot going on. Not only terrible timing with them coming for like a whole week because I was preoccupied. And like we were talking a lot. You're right. And like hanging out a lot. And then we were kind of like gone. And then like then they left. And then I was like hungover for like four days. <laughs> that I didn't fucking talk to anyone. And I was like repairing my house because like my friends destroyed it. And <laughs> so it was a little break. Yeah, I don't know. I think that it wasn't anything malicious that I was avoiding you or anything like that. But I mean, if you were confused, I think you were like less confused and more like, okay, this guy's like not that into me kind of thing when I like stopped talking to you for like two weeks. I definitely am a believer that a guy will talk to you if he wants to talk to you. So mm. I was like, 100%. if he doesn't want to talk to me, he's not into me. And that's, I just have to be okay with it. And yeah. we went to in and out and I was like, oh, we had the talk. I was like, we had the talk. fuck it. I'm just going to say something because the thing is, is, obviously I liked you, but I also enjoy your company. So yeah. I'm like, I still want to hang out with you. 100%. We don't need to date. We don't need to be like anything more than friends. So I was like, I'm just going to say it because I don't want to not be friends. First of all, I popped your in and out cherry. You did, and it sucked. Moral of the story is... 
In and Out's uh, whack. In and Out sucks. And if you're confused, oh, but we had the conversation. Fucking, yeah, yeah. So she she had she had the cojones, the balls to uh, speak up in the conversation, and she was like, "Hey, what's going on?" And which was great because I think that it needed to definitely be discussed. And guys never do it. We talked about it, and like you know, obviously. I, I had to think about it and like think about like what I really wanted to say without hurting her feelings, but also be truthful at the same time. So I was yeah. like, hey, here's the deal. At first, it was great. We obviously had that spark and I wanted to continue. But at the same time, I just moved down here. I'm trying to figure out a whole lot of fucking shit in my life. Quarter life crisis, trying to figure out jobs, trying to figure out money, trying to figure out what I want. Also trying to explore everything that San Diego and California itself has to offer. Living with like some of my best friends from college, like having a girlfriend at the time, like Alexa, just, shut just, up. Just not a great time. But this girl's awesome. This girl's amazing. She's fucking almost perfect. How do I say this? So I'm just like, look, you're awesome. You're amazing. But at the same time, I'm just, I'm just not trying to date right now. Not Alexa, we're having a big conversation. Yeah, we're getting Fuck deep you. right now. Stop listening, okay. hey, Alexa. <laughs> I'm just gonna. Sorry, Alexa's flipping out right now. Yeah, she's I just think that you know, as a young person, 26 years old. Uh, some people might not think that's young, but if it you is. look at your fucking whole entire life, that's very young. It's so young. So young. It's just not a good time. And some people are like, oh. It's, it's never about the time it's about who you meet blah 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 and it's like no but no. Like, it seriously is because you know at the end of the day like what i told you didn't make you hate me you no know it I made mean? me like appreciate you weirdly like, i was like thank you for being so honest yeah like i still like you i still want to be your friend i still yeah. enjoy your company i still like hanging out with you yeah but as far as like bringing it to that next step of like intimacy and being there like you know what i mean like like the commitment thing that's a full-time job yeah and i'm trying to figure out so much shit so it's just like yeah whoa whoa whoa, whoa. put the brakes on chica and i think that you honestly agreed if anything. No, I did. I And it's funny because I was in such a similar place. I was like, I don't want a boyfriend. And when I went on the date with you, I had in my head, I don't want a boyfriend. I don't want a boyfriend. I knew that I needed that time alone. And so it did take you to kind of just fucking say it for me to be like, yeah, that's what I want to. And what's weird to me is why am I on the app then? If I don't want to. Because then it's but like. But you just moved here. You're trying to meet new people. Right. And like right. what happened? Like you met a good friend. I, right. th- I think we're good friends. No, you know we I mean? are. And yeah. like, but I think that's rare for people that like a lot of guys that like go on dates with you don't want to be friends if you don't like them like that. Some so guys are whack. They are. But, but you're right. Like it did. And I'm a guy. A good I can thing. say that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So no one come at him. Okay. No. So like you're right a good thing came out of it and yeah if you're trying to meet people then it's good but i do think that it's hard nowadays because <laughs> did i did i ever show you that meme and it's basically like millennial dating be like and it's this person goes i really like you and then the other one's like i really like you and the other one's like but i can't have a relationship right now and they're like same and then they're both drowning it's so i don't true. think you showed me that one but they're both drowning is hilarious though. no it's so true to our generation because we're I don't think we're drowning, though. We're thriving. No, 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 we are. Yeah. But they're both... It was more of, oh, bye, bye. Maybe on top of a surfboard. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Some fucking huge waves. These. Yeah. No, I think that's, like, what's hard, though, is because, like, we all obviously, like, want human connection and, like, to date. I like guys. Obviously, I want to, like, hang out with guys, but I don't want a boyfriend right now. Mm. So it's hard because you don't want to, like, hurt people. Yeah. You don't want to, like, lead them on... Because you know in your heart you need time by yourself. Mm. You know what I mean? But I think it was a good thing that we had that conversation. I think communication is key. And I think when you get... 
when you, you know you start talking to people who are very like minded and like the same exact energy as you like i keep saying as far as like you know like we're in our young 20s like or mid 20s or late 20s even. so <laughs> yeah what like some like me um you're just trying to explore life and like if you come to a place that you're like brand new to and you're just trying to like obviously we moved down to san diego to have a better life and just like explore california yeah west coast best coast sorry boston love you all <laughs> but it's just not a great time to be dating and like i've heard this from people you know what i mean like your 20s are the time of your life to just go out there and explore take risks because at the end of the day you have nothing to lose yeah you don't have kids you don't have a family you don't have a house like you don't have you don't have much to lose you have your friends which is great and you, obviously you have your family but like you're not like you know you gotta pay a mortgage you gotta fucking provide for your kids or anything like that you're just out there doing and exploring and doing what you want to do and taking risks because at the end of the day like this time is very crucial because you can't take it back yeah and a lot of people in their lives regret that and the one thing that they regret and if you talk to old people and that's why they cheat time, yeah well yeah we also don't want to cheat we take for granted that like you know have these opportunities that not everyone in this world has you know what i mean right. and i'm not shitting on people who never fucking leave their hometown and get married at 21 years old have a house and have a kid and throw away their lives but <laughs> yeah but you learn the most by leaving what you've always known because mm. there's so many different things that you can see and learn from yeah and you get comfortable with it so people stay and if yeah. you get uncomfortable with the comfortable like i don't know it's you just grow. like you never know what you're gonna run into and you know there's this great book i keep telling her about it. i probably told her 20 times called the alchemist mm-hmm. and it's very controversial because it's super religious but i think it has a very good story where it's just like go out there and explore and you never know what's going to happen and like in very layman's terms that's like what the book is about and that like the universe is trying to help you to like fulfill your prophecy and fulfill your dreams and that like it's going to help you along the way like if you just like do the right thing and not be a shitty person and go out there and like grind you're going to be successful yeah. there's nothing stopping you you're going to make every excuse. Like a lot of people like to make excuses, but like at the end of the day, like there's really no excuse. If you go out there and get it and you move a place like California, you know, as corny as it sounds, where like dreams come true. Dreams like actually do fucking come true. Yeah, like, they do. You got out of like your comfort zone and you actually like grind for it. And like, you're not living at mommy and daddy's house. Like they're not providing you. They're not like financially supporting you and you have to live on your own. And like you figure out what you truly want in life based on what makes you happy. Not what makes you a lot of money for some people. Money makes you happy, but you know, for a lot of people, it's like doing stuff that you like enjoy and like doing yeah that's most if you can afford to live that lifestyle and like dude like that's that's goals right there having your freaking tesla in your driveway isn't goals at least not for me and not for i don't think a lot of people in this state like obviously like it's fuel efficient and like it's good for the government or the environment or whatever sorry i'm a little drunk (laughs) good like i would love a tesla like that shit's self-driving like i don't think you get a. I mean you probably can get a dui but like that'd be great but like the day like it's not about materials that define who you are and define your happiness it's about that balance of like life and happiness and seeing your friends seeing your family doing what makes you happy and i don't think that's stressed enough in this society or in this world yeah just live your life and don't be a fucking violent evil person and you know do you think you literally just can't give up you have to keep fucking going when everyone tells you no you have to keep going Mm -hmm. we're gonna come back to that we're just going to finish this off. This is kind of about like right person, wrong time kind of thing. Mm. Being young, I do think it's super important to explore and figure out like what you really want because you can't really do that if you're making sacrifices and compromises all the time for other people. And even if you love them, it still requires making these sacrifices and compromises. Even if you love them deeply and like you want to do it, 
you're still not living 100% fully for yourself. I mean, even with relationships, have you had that where like you love someone and you want to be with them, but you're like, if I stay with them, I have to make sacrifices that require me to do things that I don't really like they aren't my dreams yeah no 100 percent. like you i couldn't have said it better myself I th- and i think we had this conversation at the, at the in and out where we were just like hey you're gonna be making decisions based on what's beneficial for both of you rather than like what's beneficial for like just you and like your own happiness and your own mental health and stuff like that and you know it's tough when you have someone not weighing you down but someone in the back of your mind that you're just like i can't make this decision because that's not going to be cool with her that's not yeah. going to be coached with her that's not going to benefit her or vice versa like it's not going to benefit him blah 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 like you have this dream it's tough to have a dream at like a young age yeah you know what i mean like you can have a goal but like to have a dream like you know like what is actually your dream your dream is not oh, make six figure that's not a fucking dream like that's no. you know what i mean like no. that's a that's a goal yeah that's your so dream true. is like you know live a fucking amazing life that you're happy every single day like all this stuff like you know it it sounds kind of corny but at the end of the day that's your you know what i mean like and and, and it's tough to get there when you have influences of so many different factors but yeah when you are single and you and you don't have things tying you down not saying that a boyfriend or girlfriend tie you down because it's definitely like amazing having a boyfriend but it influences your decisions exactly mm -hmm. and it's tough and like i said this is a time in your life that you're never gonna get back and yeah you you can get divorced but like that's gonna suck like you know what i mean yeah divorces are expensive and they're expensive and there's kids involved and then it's sloppy and then you're like 45 years old at like a bar with like 21 year olds like hooking up with them and getting like chlamydia and stuff like that you have the rest of your life to be married and to be committed and to have this cookie cutter i mean it's not always i shouldn't say that fuck but you have the rest of your life to do that yeah like why why start so early exactly. when you have this time to like do what you want to do for the first time in your life when you're like literally out of the house you're free from your parents you have the ability to do literally whatever you want to do. and the world is your oyster which is one of my favorite quotes and like you can literally like i said it's corny but you can make anything you want with your life not saying don't go out and date people because <laughs> yeah you know kudos to you you found the right person like that happens but yeah. at the same time if you're in your early 20s, mid 20s, late 20s, and you're in a shitty relationship and you're not happy, don't stay in it. Yeah. It's not easy. Dude, it's, it's so hard easy. to break up with someone. I want to do an episode on that because it's so hard. And, and you could be in the perfect relationship, but at the same time, it's just like, it's just not there for you mentally. And that's always going to eat at you. Yes. And you're going to be that person who's going to regret it. And like, it's not going to be any decision because you're going to you're going to hate yourself and that person, the other person going to hate you. Yeah. But like, sometimes that's what you have to do. And you can't always choose safe because safe is like, I chose safe and safe was boring. Safe didn't light my soul on fire. Safe was not what I realized I want in someone. I need someone to push me every day to make me better and do crazy shit. Like that's you need those high standards. Yeah. Like there's so many people in this world. There's so many people in this world that like if you're not for like getting fulfilled with those things and like what what are you doing, dude? Like seriously. Yeah, there's literally not dude, but girl. I say dude for girls and guys. Yeah, me too. Yeah. There's no gender role with dude dude everyone's a dude yeah my mom's a dude hang loose dude dude what's for dinner dude okay to like wrap up our dating shit if you met the perfect person right now hmm. would you take time to yourself still yeah 100 percent. you would yeah okay i am literally on task rabbit i'm literally yes, trying to sign yes. a second job 
I don't think I'm like, you know what I mean? Like I'm in such this little weird pickle. I couldn't even if I wanted to bring a girl on a date. No, and I and I just had to ask because I love playing like the opposite side of the coin when you mm. like put yourself in the situation because I say all these things and then it's like, well, if it literally was in front of my face, would I still be like, no, I need to be alone? Yeah, and it's like I'm not. I'm obviously I'm saying this from I'm a little biased because I I'm in a financial pickle right now. But I don't think even if I was not in a financial pickle and I had all my shit together as far as my life and everything like that, like I just moved to San Diego, like you know what in june so like three months ago there's so much to do and it's just yeah exactly like it's just like it it, it's just not even just like oh i want to go bang every single girl but it's just like i want to do everything i want to do yeah and i just not like i said i don't want to be putting in a negative light being like tied down but it's just like i don't want to like be like influenced in a way that like i can't just like make my own decisions right yeah and have that commitment like it's a commitment that's time i know and like I've always had this, like, idea of, like, me being, like, 35 years old at this fucking bar, like, miserable, being like, oh, I wish I could go back and do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would trade being in that position and just, like, doing everything and regret and, like, missing, like, the perfect girl for that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. I would rather, like, have gotten everything out of my system and be, like, 35 and single. Yeah, and, like, yeah. Then be, like, 35 and be like, oh, fuck, I want to go back. Because at the end of the day, like, you can't go back. At the end of the day, you can't look back at your life and be like, oh, fuck, like you got to keep moving on. But like some like that, that would eat me. That would eat me. And like I had like this weird like quarter life crisis where like I was going through that shit where I was just like, is this really what I want to do? Is this really what I where I want to be like in my life? Like I was in like a pretty serious relationship for like four years. Yeah. And then I was 23 years old and I I had to make that split decision where I was just like, do I stay or do I do I get out? Yeah. And unfortunately, like our relationship was going fine, but. That's what makes it harder to leave, though. Exactly. And that's what people don't do. Mm-hmm. And, like, I had to explain that. And it was just, like, fucking... So it was t- it was hard. tough. Like, it so definitely was not easy. But at the end of the day, like, I think I just wasn't ready to be... Take that next step. And I'm not going to, like, hurt that person. Yeah. And be, like, in that... Where if I'm not going to be, like, 100% with myself and, you know, have those regrets, then, you know what I mean? Like, she doesn't deserve to be with someone who's having that in the back of their head every single day. No, I love that. And I always felt bad about being selfish and like I'm doing that in quotations because it's not selfish, but I always felt bad about it. But I'm like, I'm hurting them at the end of the day. I'm keeping them from meeting someone that really is ready for a relationship and wants to be in one. If I don't do it, I'm not only hurting me, I'm hurting them. And so you have to think about them in it and be like, okay, I'm hurting them more if I like lie every day to their face and pretend that this is something that I want right now exactly you know what i mean just summarizing like for the reason that we didn't work out even though we literally went on like two days or hangouts was it more so for you you panicked and you were like i can't do this right now yeah timing 100 percent timing yeah because i don't think anything else was wrong i think everything else went really well i'm obviously very like attracted to you i think you're a very like cool person and like i love your personality i think it was just unfortunately the timing of our lives but what I love is that if it weren't for you doing that, yeah. I don't think. I mean, like, fuck. Okay. She likes to break everything. I do. In her I break everything. And then call me to come fix it. <laughs> I literally break everything. Um, no, what I like is that. I mean, I don't like how you did it. Like that fucking sucked. I was like, okay, can you just fucking tell me? But 
What I do like is that you did it and you we talked about it. I am in the same place as you in terms of I know right now, especially with like my dreams and my podcast and my singing, the last thing I can have right now is a relationship. Yeah. And so even though it was shitty feeling like my ego's bruised, obviously, like I thought you were so dope. I was like, God, he is like awesome. I wish I could date him, but I knew in my heart it was the bad. It was bad timing. Like, I was like, I want to date him so bad, but I know I can't. And so oh, if you wouldn't have your ego turned no, down but, of me. No, shut up. But if if you wouldn't have done it, I it really is like I think what's meant to happen right now. Yeah. So even though I didn't like how you did it, I'm like very happy you did. And my logic behind it is okay, like we're gonna be friends, you know, hopefully afterwards, like hopefully you don't hate me from this decision. No. Because I think about like as douchey as I went around it, I think I went around it in like the most like civil way possible where like it wasn't an argument or it wasn't like anything like that. Like no. I was being as very genuine and like realistic as possible. And I think at the end of the day, look at like we're still friends. We still hang out. Yeah. Like, I'm on your fucking podcast. Yes. And I think as time goes on, I'm still going to have you in my life. So we'll see what happens. Not that all oh, like putting you on the back burner and be like, oh, like I'll, I'll call you when I'm ready. No, no, not, no, not, no, not no, that type no. of thing. But you know, friends end up I think that's the best way to meet people and start dating people is become friends with them yeah. first. Because you have to see every facet of them. Literally, their weirdest, their darkest. You have to see all that. Mm. Like, I don't think that it works if you meet someone and you're romantic right from the beginning because it's all fucking fake. It's like, oh, everything's so perfect. And then it's like, actually, no, nothing's It's like perfect. a honeymoon phase. No, yeah. Like and then, then when it dies, then you're like, oh, yeah. this sucks. That's why, like, I think... Being friends with someone. Oh my God, we're going on so many different tangents, but. Wine drunk. No, but it's, that's like an episode I want to do too, is why I think being friends first is so important. But mm. anyway, to summarize, I think talking about it was like the best thing ever. And I think anyone else that is just confused, this person's still like hanging out with you, you should just ask and not in a crazy way. I don't know. Like to me, I was just curious. And yeah. what I loved is like, we had a candid conversation about it and we were just like, this is where I'm at. This is where I'm at. Okay, cool. In the back cool. of my pickup truck eating in an outburger. Yeah. In a parking lot because there was too many fucking junkies. Oh my God. By the dining, like by like the no, outside literally. seating. We're like, should we eat outside? And then we just saw like, like eight junkies. That you might get like shot from, up with heroin. Yeah, from like the night of the walking dead. And we're just like, okay, let's get away from this. Like, I don't want fentanyl. Yeah, no, I'd like rather COVID sit in. in my burger. <laughs> So we just like popped the trunk and uh, not the trunk, the bed of my truck, and we just ate there and just decided to swallow these freaking Pokemon Yu Gi Oh cards. Stale ass fries. Stale ass fries, but we had a good time. We had no, a good talk. It was and- great. Ladies, men are afraid to talk about these things. They are. I've had this happen yeah. actually twice where oh, like I bring it up with a guy and then he's like, I'm glad. And then I'm like, You're glad about what? And he's like, Never mind. I'm like, You're glad we had this conversation. And he's like, Yeah. And it's just like sometimes you have to like lead them into it. And we have things, women, that we're bad at too. Whatever. But I noticed that... Women are better at communicating. We are. Guys don't like talking about emotional shit. And I like, don't blame I, them. It sucks. Everyone's like, was like, oh, you can't be... So, like, no. Women are way better at communicating with yeah. than men. No, we are. Men have this masculine, I would say, shield that they kind of like put up. Like like mm-hmm. a wall. Like a wall. Yeah. And it's very... They want they want it to be very strong. And, and I'm, I'm the same way. And like, I honestly... Yeah, it definitely affected my last relationship. And that was like a huge thing that I needed to grow on. I've worked on it. Obviously, you know, if that's like a problem in your relationship, like you got to work on that. You can't just throw like fucking throw that under the rug yeah. or whatever that term is. Sweep the water under the 
sweep fridge. the dust under the rug? Whatever it is, yeah. So, <laughs> for guys, be communicative. Right? It's not fucking easy. Nah, but girls will definitely it. respect you a lot more when you're communicated because at the end of the day... Yeah, like, do you, you want to lose t- that bitch as a friend? Yeah, you got you to gotta, you gotta talk about your feelings because, again, it's it's putting on the fake face. It's, you know what I mean? Like, you're just going to be living a lie and, like, no one wants to do that shit. Like, no, and it, also, all your anxiety probably went away about this bullshit. You were probably like, There's a weight on God, your shoulder I feel like a dick. Thing. I'm, yeah. like, ignoring her and all this. And it's like, now you know that I'm not going to be like, why isn't he texting me? We both know what's happening now. You don't have to be like, ang- like I'm, I don't even know if you cared about it. But some I don't guys, say it like that. No, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. at least... Like, I wasn't losing sleep, but like... No, yeah. I wish you weren't. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, but you know what I mean? It's uh, It just makes it easier for everyone if yeah. you just like fucking talk about but it. But don't be overly communicated because... You're going to start fucking acting like a psychopath. No, yeah. Don't be you like, find that bitch, balance. why don't you text me back? Yeah. Like, I just be... approach it as, so what's happening? Yeah. You <laughs> both just, like, kind of, like, dribble a little bit on the table. And you're yeah. just like, okay, this is what I'm feeling. Like, be honest. Be confident. And, yeah. You know, and be like, no hard feelings. Don't make them feel pressured to like you. Yeah. You know what I mean? 100%. annoying. I think, yeah. Being open and communicative is going to help you in the long run. Because if you're going to just be like, yeah, like, I think I want this, blah, blah, blah. Just don't say things just to get to a girl to them. like you. Don't yeah, do it. Stop. Because that's not working. And I've noticed that if you're honest and confident with your answers, it actually helps you more. No, it does. And not I- saying in this situation, but in most situations. I think this one did. I think we honestly grew from it. No, we did. Because Actually, I yeah. was kind of like... Scratch that. I think we... No, I think this did help. It no, it, yeah. it totally did. Because yeah. I was annoyed with you. And I was like, but he's a good person. I didn't want to lose you like as a friend. Yeah. I was like, I love hanging out with you. Like, let's fucking go surfing. Like, I want to go like climb a mountain. She just needs me to build all of her furniture. Yeah, that's actually the reason. <laughs> I like want discounts on Taskrabbit. Yeah. The I just keep her around to like right fix now. everything I break out yeah. of anger. <laughs> she smashed a wine glass today. She knocked over a fan. I broke my closet door. Yeah. And he fixed it i actually just break everything but we've been talking for a while so i want to get into a last few couple segments couple few less fuck a few last segments okay so for every guest i have on i ask them they're destroyed to divine so like a time in their life that was really low and felt like they would never get out of it basically your darkest moment your hell and then basically that needed to happen in order for you to get where you are today do you have an example of that where something was really dark and you needed that rock bottom to help you become a new person and get you in california living your best life i don't know because i've had a weird year i like to call it my gap year was this the hardest time in your life though would you consider this your pivotal point I mean, I don't want to sound like I definitely grew up kind of, you know, like food stamps and yeah. like, like single mother raising three kids type yeah. of thing. Like I didn't have it like so hard where I was like eating out of the garbage, but I don't know. I don't think I had like a very hard life, but at the end of the day, like I am where I am because how hard I work mm-hmm. and I'm not the hardest worker in the room. Like Dwayne The Rock I mean, Johnson is are. definitely the hardest Shut worker up. in the room. Okay. Like I wish I could be you like that You literally had to break down a house to get a couch in today. Well, you know, you got to do what you got to do to survive in San Diego. It's not easy being living out here. But like, I don't know. I didn't really have like a really like hard life. Like, you know what I mean? Like I went to high school, got by, went to college, you know, did my thing, got a job, didn't like the job, quit the job, went traveling for a little bit, came back. And then I was like, got another job. And I was like, fuck, I need to move out to California. This sucks. I don't know. Like my deepest, darkest time. Did you ever have a moment where you're just like, fuck, everything is going wrong? Feel like you were kind of honestly at your wit's end. And 
<sighs> yeah, I guess my weirdest time where I kind of got lost. So, like I, I told you, I was dating a girl for four years, and that's a long time. It was. It was, yeah. and before that, I never. I only dated someone for like two months, like in high oh, school. Shit. Like, for you, really this care. is like fucking oh, century. Yeah. Like the term, like turning like a a hoe into a housewife, like it was reverse role. Like that was me as a hoe, and then I was a housewife. <laughs> um, and this is gonna get pretty dark. Not dark, but it's going to get pretty deep. So we were dating, yeah, for four years. At the time, I was a cop for two years. I went to school for that shit. And I thought, like, oh, you know, I'm a cop. This is what I want to be when I grow up. And then, like, when I was a cop, I was like, ah, I quickly realized this was not me. It was just crazy shift in society of anti-police, even before the whole, like, BLM movement. And it was just, to me, that's just, like, totally not worth it. I don't think I want to stay in this field. That's a totally different subject. But so I had plans to move out to L.A. with my girlfriend at the time. And we Shit, went. I didn't know this. Yeah, this is all new to you. And we went traveling, right, to Southeast Asia. Or like me and her, like originally, we bought tickets for a month. And we went all throughout Thailand, had a great time. I went all throughout Bali, had a great time. And then it kind of like hit me where I was just like, I don't want to go to LA. I don't want to pack my life up because I don't know what I want to do because I'm switching fields. Yeah. So I don't think I want to keep doing this. And, and when you go to a third world country, and you go to a place where there's just endless opportunities. And, you know, I was like 23 at the time. And I had a lot of money saved up from me and cop. I didn't have that much debt from college or anything like that. And I was just like, dude, I don't think this is what I want to do. I think I want to keep traveling. I think I want to keep looking at the world. Like, and, and it was one of those moments where it was just like, it's comfortable in our relationship. Like, we could have stayed together. We could have done this. But I need to just go explore some more. Yeah. And figure out my shit. So I had to make this decision in Thailand. Oh. That I wasn't coming back with her. Wait, you were going to stay in Thailand? Well, we were going to, I was going to continue to travel. Oh my fuck. I didn't know that's how that happened. Yes. So I was like, yo, and I broke down. We went to this full moon party, which is this crazy party in Copenhagen that has like 30,000 people on the beach. Everyone's on fucking drugs. Everyone's like flipping out. Every full moon, they have this huge party. People got like face painting, all this stuff. And it was just that night where I just had this realization that I was just like, I don't think I want to keep doing this. Like, I don't know where I want to be in life. I don't know what I want to do in life. And I'm scared. Yeah. And I don't want to hold you back because she's very talented. Like, she sings. She does, like, TikTok. She's, like, Instagram famous. Like, she does all this stuff. Yeah. And I was just like, look, I'm confident that, you know, you're going to figure your shit out. And I just need some time where I can figure my shit out because I never really had that gap here. Like Like, I said, like, I went straight from high school, straight to college. Right out of college, got in the police academy, worked for like two years. And you had a, like a relationship. Yeah, and I had a yeah. relationship throughout that. Yeah. And I was just literally like, I don't know how to explain it. Because like, I was working so I was working like 90 hours a week as a cop in this like essentially third world city. And I, like I said, I was working like 90 hours a week. I had a quarter life crisis and I was just like, look, like I, I got to make this decision. So unfortunately, I, I broke up with her and she flew back 30 hours on her own she's oh. fucking saint for doing that broke this girl's heart broke my heart like it was just like it was not easy so for either, fucking hard so much easier uh, so much harder on her obviously but uh, so i was just like lost at that point and i was yeah. like look i'm all alone at this point time to go fucking fi- figure some shit out so i went traveling i went to like cambodia i went to laos like i went like all throughout and then i got really really sick and i was like i met Holy a bunch shit. of people like i had an awesome time don't get me wrong Everyone gets sick, though, in Asia. Yo, I got so sick from a mosquito. And I was no. just like, I remember being in this like, little bungalow. And I was, I was traveling with these, like, um, 
these girls from Montreal that were nursing students and they all like helped me out because I was like super sick. Like, were you like sweating and oh, like dude. fever like crazy? I-, I couldn't even drink water. I was throwing up in like <gasps> diarrhea water. I lost 25 pounds in two weeks. Like oh I was God. just like, I was dying. I went to dude. the hospital and everything like that. Like it was crazy. That's why I'm scared to go there. And I would just remember it started being rainy season. So like over in Southeast Asia, they have like three seasons. They have dry season, hot season, and rainy season. Rainy season where it rains literally almost every single day for three months. And I'm stuck in Laos, basically dying, can't even drink water. The closest market's like a half a mile away. I had to walk every day to like get ramen and ramen noodles and water that I was just going to like piss and shit out. <laughs> and I was just like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. So within 24 hours, I bought a ticket home, came home, saw my family because, you know, it was tough. Obviously, like the breakup and everything like that. And I'm not trying to and be like selfish. Sick. Like, no, it yeah. sucks. So I'd say like that was the lowest I ever was. I was just like so lost on like what I was doing because I didn't really like think too much about it after the breakup. I yeah. went straight to just fucking party mode. Right. That's I, what every guy does. <laughs> I haven't, I've been, I haven't been single for four, almost four years. Yeah. And you know, I'm, like I said, I met a bunch of people, saw really cool things and like did a bunch of cool, fun stuff. But it didn't really hit me until I was like on my deathbed, raining every day, and like you're like I miss having my person peeing blood. And yeah, I was just like what yeah. the fuck is going on? Like I'm yeah. about to die from a mosquito. So that was probably the lowest that I've ever been in my entire life. And to say I had to like grow from that, like I mean, obviously I had to learn a lot of things about like relationships that like hey, that's not cool to do. <laughs> <laughs> Don't break up with your ex. Third, like Thailand, three thirty hours away that you gotta like fly home and send her on a plane by herself, and then like go like try to figure out life because that's not gonna work. <laughs> that's not great. Yeah, so that was probably the lowest point I've ever had in my life. Like I said, like I never, I never really had like a hard life. There's, there's some people who grew up with no parents, like yeah. foster kids. You know yeah. what I mean? Like eating yeah, out of trash. Yeah, but to can. you, that was your hard. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like that. I, I agree. It's like sometimes we feel guilty for complaining about these things that we deem hard, but that is like what we know is hard, you know? Yeah. You shouldn't minimize that. And a good quote or like a good thing to like think about is like whenever you think you're having a hard time, like there are people and, and some going to a place like Southeast Asia, which is like a third world country, like opens your eyes to these things of, yo, there are so many more people who are so much worse. Yeah. In, in like in way worse situations that like you need to just like start thinking about things that you're grateful for. My mom always says, too, like, your worst day is someone's best day. Oh, easily. And it's so true. Easily. Like, your car breaks down. Okay, it's like, I at least have a car. These things like that that we think are so hard in our worst days, that's somebody's dream day. Yeah. This dude I follow a lot, uh, Jocko Willink. He's, like, this, like, retired, like, Navy SEAL dude. Owns this, like, MMA gym in San Diego. Super fucking influential dude. Like, badass. Like, the most badass motherfucker in the world. Mm-hmm. He has this quote good like when everything anything bad in your life happens like just say the word good and like you'll be all set like because there are things that can benefit from that and it's almost like thinking of the glass is half full instead of half empty you know like something happens to you good now something else is gonna open up from that like yeah and he he's very like um prior military guy like super badass dude so he's always into like you know you break your leg good work on your upper body like type of thing but like you can do like even like little things there's always going to be good things that pop out of negatives and like you you broke all your dishes good now i can get new dishes (laughs) good now that's just like now i don't have to do the dishes right now (laughs) stay positive so and there's, a, I think in life, there's like overcomers and then succumbers. So like people that everyone gets their shit dealt, right? Everyone has adversity and it, 
may be in different volumes and it may be in different intensities, but like everyone has it. And so I think there's two types of people and the people that overcome it or there's people that just succumb to it and Mm -hmm. think that like, oh, well, life did this to me and... You have to look at life as, like, it's doing it for you and not to you. Yeah. Like, you have a choice. My roommate has this really good quote tattooed on his arm that says, you have two choices. Do I just sit here and sulk and think that, like, oh, like, this happened for a reason? Or, like, do I just, like, grow from it and just battle the odds? Just keep striving on, bro. Yeah. Don't let the little things affect you. Even if it's a big thing, don't let it affect you. People play victim mindset a lot where they think everything is like... Don't do that. It's just happening to them. And it's like, no, we all have shit. Don't do that. Don't make everything about you. (laughs) No one cares, Karen. It's not about you. Don't be negative. Don't be negative, Nancy. Don't be a terrible person. No. Um, Okay, well, that was... So you learned basically to be more grateful. I don't know if it was more grateful. I think, obviously, it, it gave me a lot of learning on, like... Because that was my first relationship. So, like, that was very tough on her because it was her second relationship. So, mm. she knew how to be in a relationship. I didn't know how to be in a relationship. So, every aspect of that relationship was learning and something new for me. Yeah. Obviously, it was more than just, like, don't break up with your freaking girlfriend all the way across the other side of the world. <laughs> But it was just like, I don't know, there's a lot more to life. And it, it kind of ties into the fact of like, you know, even if you're comfortable, even if you're in a good relationship, it's not easy to like get out of it. But sometimes that's what you need to do in order to grow as a person and like figure out what you want to do in life. And, and life's not easy and life's not handed to you. And, you know, it's not going to be easy as like, oh, I'm going to wake up and or I'm going to freaking take over my dad's business or like, you know, like for some people, they know what they want to do in life. For a lot of people, like it's that. For most people, they don't know what the fuck Some people are still like 50 years old and don't know what the fuck they want to do. That'll be me. I'm going to be in like school when I'm 100, but that's okay. I'll be serving tacos in Hawaii and fucking surfing every day. Yeah, that sounds fucking dope. That sounds like a lot. Yeah. Um, No, that's beautiful. I love that. Be happy. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy now.